right, legends, it's your host, Rodney Stewart, here, we're getting into Halloween Resurrection in this episode, and this is, yeah, the follow-up to Halloween H20, 20 years later, and, uh, yes, it's a good enough film on its own right, but, uh, not one of the best in the Halloween franchise, which is pretty much backed up with just about everybody, when it was released, um, uh, released on July twelfth, two thousand and two. Uh, many considered it to be an unnecessary sequel to H twenty. Uh, critics have deemed it to be one of the worst films in the franchise. Yeah, just agreeing with them right there. Uh, apparently, it also underperformed at the box office, and it only brought in thirty seven point six million dollars worldwide. Against a fifteen million dollar budget, uh, another sequel was planned to follow Resurrection, but uh, the next film in the franchise became the Halloween remake in two thousand and seven by Rob Zombie. So, uh, yeah, this is the end of the line for. Well, I was going to say the end of the line for the original series as far as Halloween went, but I'm saying that H twenty done away with the the continuity of the three movies prior to it so um you know continuity really wasn't big in the franchise at one point um but i was curious this is definitely this is one of the ones i didn't see when it originally came out the first time sitting down to watch it uh, for this review and it was actually pretty genius on what they did with uh michael as far as what happened at the end of the last movie, of course, Laurie beheaded Michael, and there was that little moment of, you know, almost feeling sorry for him before she'd done it, and it turns out that it wasn't actually Michael that she beheaded, it was some poor security guard or policeman that he had knocked out and crushed his vocal cords so he couldn't speak, and uh, dressed him up in the costume with the the mask and everything and he uh, disguised himself as a policeman and just walked off into the distance so uh, after everything that happened in that movie she's been put into a psychiatric facility uh, because of killing the man she had mistaken for Michael Myers uh, two nurses are talking about what happened uh, of course we get flashbacks at the beginning of the, the movie to fill in on this here and Michael escaped and whatnot, and uh, yeah, fleed off into the well, just walked off into the woods as happy as Larry. Uh, yes, uh, so it's now October 31st, 2001, uh, three years of hiding. Michael re emerges um, to attempt to murder Laurie one more time. Uh, of course, she's in this Grace Anderson's sanitarium. And she's fully expecting him to come along. Of course she is. Uh, you know, she was the, the prior movie, she was waiting for him to turn up for 20 years. So the nurse has been trying to medicate her. She has this little teddy bear. And they come in, give her pills and whatnot, and make her drink the water. But whenever they leave, she spits out the two pills. She didn't swallow them. And she's been hiding the pills inside the teddy bear. Uh, there's been no stuffing inside it and you see her open it up and she puts the two pills in but the rest is full of pills in there so she's been keeping herself alert 
for him coming. And uh, the nurse has also said that she was caught up in the roof a couple of times. So she's also on suicide watch at this point. But we swiftly discover that she's actually set up a trap for Michael on the roof. Um, he doesn't need arrive. He kills two security guards. Uh, he attacks and chases Laurie through the institution up onto the rooftop where her trap works and incapacitates Michael. Uh, it's one of these traps where a rope catches a person by the, the ankle and drags him up so he's hanging upside down on top of the, the building. So she's going to cut the rope and drop him to his death on the ground below him. She takes his own knife and she's just about to cut the rope whenever Michael starts to try and pull his mask and, you know, making her believe that maybe the same thing has happened again as what happened the last time they seen each other. So she doesn't want to risk killing another innocent person. So she decides that she needs to go over and check out Mick for sure. Make sure that it is indeed Michael. Um, yeah, Michael then stabs her and throws her off the rooftop, rooftop killing Laurie once and for all. She's taken out at the very beginning of the movie. Um, we cut to 2002, a year later. Um, college students Sarah, Bill, Donna, Jen... Jim and Rudy uh, won a competition to appear on an internet reality show called Danger Tainment. So you would think, me being the podcaster and YouTuber and whatnot, that I would enjoy this movie more because the setup for Danger Tainment is like a live streamed internet show and uh, should be right up my street. Uh, the show's been directed by Freddie Harris and uh, this girl, Nora, uh, the students have to spend the night in the Michael Myers' abandoned childhood home in order to figure out what led him to kill. However, while setting up cameras throughout the house in preparation for the show, one of the cameramen is killed by Michael. He's returned to Haddonfield on Halloween night, as per usual. Um, these people uh, on Halloween night, are they're equipped with head cameras and microphones and whatnot so people can actually sit and watch what's going on on the internet and they can actually have the ability from their computers to you know change camera angles you know they can they can select which person they want to follow in the house when so it's it's actually an ingenious idea so uh yeah they separate into three separate groups to search for clues uh this girl Sarah, she messages friends, Miles Dackard, who's watching the live broadcast during a party he's gone to. There's a relationship between these two, this guy, Miles, he's known as Dackard Online, that's his online handle, and Sarah, they never actually met face to face, but uh, they've been talking through, you know, message groups and whatnot online. So uh, he's dragged off to a Halloween party that night, but he, he finds an office with a computer in it and big TV and whatnot and surround sound speakers and uh, starts to watch the show, slips away from the party. Um, throughout the movie, other people come in and say, oh, is this, this Michael Myers thing you're watching? And then 
eventually like half the party's in this room watching the whole thing unfold. Uh, of course, Michael Myers turns up and kills one of these guys. Uh, the girl Donna and Jim discover a wall filled with fake corpses and uh, realise that the show was a setup. You know, at, at the start, they think that this is victims of Michael Myers and he's been breaking them up under the walls of the house. But the guy, he lifts one of the, the bones of the skeletons and it says made in Taiwan or something on it. So uh, obviously the the guy's directing this the guy behind the show is throwing a lot of fake stuff in here to freak them out as well to get his hits up online. So uh, very true to life in that sense. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah. Jim is killed at this point by Michael uh, Daggard and the other party goers that are watching it online witness the murder but only this guy Daggard realises that it's real uh, meanwhile Freddy enters the house uh, the guy that's running the whole show and he's dressed as Michael Myers and in order to scare the, the people that are there but he's followed by the real Michael whom he mistakes for another person that's working with him. He's like, why, why the hell are you dressing up as the same? You know, there's only one Michael Myers. You know, why are we dressing up identical? And you know, get out and do something else, more or less. So while Rudy, Sarah and Jim find Freddy in the Michael costume, he reveals the scheme to them, and he begs them to cooperate. And you know, he's like, you know, turn off your cameras and whatnot. So back at the party, everybody's just seeing a blank screen at this point. But, you know, he... Uh, Let's the kids in on it and like, you know, play along with it and whatnot, and you know, you're going to get paid for it anyway. And uh, yeah, so uh, some of them are thinking about leaving, but then other ones are saying, you know, we could do with the money for being on the show. So they decide to stay. Um, after Freddy leaves, these three kids decide to gather up the rest of their friends and leave. Uh, Jen discovers. Bill's corpse, he's been killed. I'm sort of just skipping through the details of the, the movie here because it's, it's not that flipping exciting and you can see why they didn't continue on with a, a sequel to it. Um, yes, Jen, after discovering the corpse, screams and she's upstairs and the other three kids are down at the door of the house, the main door, and they're like, you know, she's just, she's been played up as this girl is just in here to try and get her face out there to maybe become a Hollywood star at some point and think she's really going to town in this whole acting thing let alone to them that she's actually really freaked out at this point and she's at the top of the stairs bawling, crying trying to tell them what's happening nobody's believing what she's saying uh, Michael pops up out of nowhere and cuts her head off uh, in front of the three of them and uh, they very quickly realise that this isn't Freddy you know, whenever the pop it never Michael pops out at the start. They're like, oh, come on, Freddy. Stop messing about. But he takes a knife, chops her head off, and throws it down the stairs at them. And, uh, yes, they, the chase commences to take out the rest of these kids. Um, yeah. So uh, most of them get taken out very quickly. Uh, Sarah is the last one standing. And uh, even... The guy running the show at this point, you think, has been taken out. He gets stabbed and uh, falls to the floor. She locks herself in the bedroom. And 
she's begging Dacker to help her. You know, he's she's got her phone in her pocket and he's watching online at this party. So he's able to send her messages and let her know where Michael is at in the house. So there's a cat and mouse game here. Uh, the other party goers there realising now that all the murders are real. Uh, so this guy Daggard, he begins messaging Sarah Michael's location, helps her to avoid him. She runs into Freddy. He survived. The guy that was dressed up as Michael. Uh, Michael finds the tomb. And uh, yes, um, oh, I'm sort of skipping ahead of myself or behind myself. My notes where I'm at now are actually behind where I'm at in the movie. So she's getting chased through the house and the tunnels in below it. And you know, we discover a whole system below the house where Michael has... Because that's the one question that really popped up in my head where... These movies were concerned, especially in every of Halloween age 20 and, you know, Michael Myers disappeared off the face of the planet for 20 years and appeared out of nowhere again. Um, turns out in this movie that uh, he's been living underneath his childhood home all these years. He's got himself a little place down there in the tunnels and the sewer system and whatnot. So he's chased through all that sort of stuff. Just up onto the roof of the house, you name it. She's up on it. Um, yes, so... This guy, Freddy, that was dressed as Michael, finally finds the two of them and he starts fighting Michael. And as an electrical fire starts in the garage, uh, this is the end of the movie now. I'm really skipping over bits and pieces here. At one point, they throw Michael out of an upstairs window in the house after tying uh, an electric cable around his neck. And they think they've they've hanged him. I think he's dead at this point. But this girl Sarah gets a message: Michael's still alive. And uh, yes, we end up in uh, a garage out beside the house. And uh, yes, a fire breaks out. Uh, guy Freddy that was running the whole internet show finds the two of them again. Uh, he starts fighting with Michael again. And Michael gets caught up in these electric cables and whatnot, and there's there's blood on the floor from a previous victim, so uh, they manage to actually electrocute him at the end of the movie, and the whole place is burning down around him, and uh, they think he's gone at this point. So later, Freddie and Sarah they've been interviewed by the local news. Uh, during that, Sarah thinks. Frank Stackard live on TV for saving her life. So at the end of the movie, they still don't meet each other face to face. That was probably going to be the setup for the next movie, but of course this one was so flipping terrible, they didn't bother going ahead with it. Um, Freddy then assaults the reporter at the end of the movie, and uh, you know, uh, have a bit of respect and whatnot, leave her alone, blah blah blah. That's a fairly unremarkable and unmemorable movie, this one, I have to say. Uh, I watched it fully, but I wasn't really invested in it, now, I have to say. Now, at the point of recording this, I've watched the two Rob Zombie movies, which are flipping phenomenal. So we'll get to them, hopefully in two podcast time. Three podcast times, we'll be getting into that there, uh, as we're going through our uh, Buffy and Angel prior to the movie sort of thing so we've got an R2 podcast between this one and getting on to the Rob Zombie ones but uh, at the end of the movie of course uh, they're in the morgue and there's a woman standing there the, the doctor 
that's uh, checking out the patients, going through the post-mortems and whatnot, and these two guys wheeling the corpse. And uh, she said, he's the teller that you've got a, a real celebrity in your hands. That's uh, Michael Myers. So she uh, opens up the, the, the body bag, and, of course, you see the... The charred mask there and whatnot, and then suddenly Michael's eyes open up, and we cut to black. That's the end of the movie. He's still alive. So, uh, yeah, when it comes to death sequences, this isn't the most horrific one that he got in a movie, or presumed dead sequence, I should say. Uh, what happened at the end of the original Halloween 2 was a bit more graphic than this one, but electrocution and getting set on fire is pretty damn bad too. But um, for me, it was more visually messed up than the original Halloween too. So, uh, um, yeah, fairly, fairly unphenomenal movie. If unphenomenal is actually a proper word, it probably isn't. But uh, yes, some there's a, a few little laughs to be had in this one as well. Buster Rhymes. As in, here's that guy, Freddy, that was running the show, and he's got that line, you know, trick or treat, muller effer. Um, I don't want to say the proper term. I want to try and keep his shows as family friendly as far as the language goes as I can. But uh, yes, there's a few funny moments from him where he's into the, these old school karate movies, and then over he's fighting with Michael during the movie, he goes into this you know, jujitsu sort of style fighting. Uh, big nerd. Of course, he's running an internet show. And we're all nerds. <laughs> I know for a fact, because I'm one. Um, but it's just a bit of fun. A bit of bubblegum for the brain. But as far as the... You know, as far as the movie goes itself, standing up against the rest of them, it's probably, in my mind, it's probably the weakest of the lot. So it's understandable that they dropped the sequel and decided to go for a remake after it. So what have we got left as far as Halloween goes? Like we've got Halloween, the remake, Halloween 2, follow-up to that. And then we've got another Halloween remake, which is called Halloween. And then we've got Halloween Kills, I think. And then Halloween Ends. So, you know, there's quite a few Halloweens to go yet. But... uh I'm enjoying them more than I thought I would. Uh, I've said it before, uh, when it comes to the the old slasher movies of the the, the 80s and 90s and whatnot, um, you know, nothing beats Freddy Krueger in my mind. And of course, Jason Voorhees is a close second. So, uh, yeah, it is what it is. Right. That is going to do it for this episode, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you haven't seen this movie, definitely go and check it out just for the cheesiness of it. And if you're, whenever you do get into the series of movies, because here, if you're a completist, you'll have to watch it anyway. But uh, I'm looking forward to having a chat about the Rob Zombie movies. I actually enjoyed them a hell of a lot more than I thought I was going to. So uh, that's going to do it, guys. Stay safe, and I'll talk to you in the next episode. This has been a production of Coins Edge Media. Thank you so much for listening.